Welcome to the Start Your Mastermind show. My name is Andy Traub, your host and expert mastermind facilitator. This show is where you learn about the unique power of a mastermind, where you learn how to experience deeper community and accelerate your success in your personal and your professional life. This show will help you master the mastermind experience so you can feel the awesome impact of a true mastermind. No one is meant to go through life alone. So it's time to start your mastermind. You know, technology, when it works, is your friend. It's my friend. It's our friend when it works. And I think using the right tools with your mastermind are really going to accelerate your mastermind's um, connectedness. It's going to simplify meetings. Uh, It's just going to improve the mastermind experience. So let me just talk about a few different technology tools that are simple, they're effective, and they're affordable, which is really, really important, right? So the first one we're talking about And again, if you've already heard of these tools, that's fine. But keep listening because um, there's just some little tips I'm going to give you about how to use them within your group that I think that I I really think will be helpful for you. So first is the meeting tool. What tool are you going to use to actually meet with your mastermind? Now, in person, not important, but virtually, if you're going to meet virtually, then you should be using Zoom. That's zoom.us. So. Here are all the reasons that Zoom is great and a few ways that you should be using Zoom creatively uh, and systematically with with your uh, mastermind. So the first is Zoom is a very light download. It's not a very big program. Uh, It's not very intensive on your computer. And so as an example, Skype will use a lot of your computer's random access memory or or RAM. And so it can slow down your computer. It takes a long time to open. Um, it's, it just kind of bogged down your computer. Zoom does not do that. Zoom is very light. It's easy to download. Uh, it's easy to turn on, opens quickly. And so, uh, it, it's, it's a really stable light tool. Another aspect of Zoom that's important is that it's on all platforms and, and most tools are on all platforms, but it looks the same on all platforms. They've done a really good job of making it uh, uniform across all different platforms, whether you're on mobile or desktop or um, an iPad or whatever. As I mentioned, it does load really fast. It's very stable. It's not intensive on your computer's RAM. And um, this is a more practical tip, but for your mastermind meeting, for you and for other members, make sure you go ahead and go into the Zoom settings and make a meeting. Make a recurring meeting, but don't put a time on it. And with that recurring meeting, it's going to give you a room number. I think it's a, I think it's a ten-digit code, and that ten-digit code you're going to use every single week uh, for your mastermind meeting. And so you can just save that link. And I'm actually part of uh, a mastermind where we've made it a short code for a URL. So soandso.com/slash/zoom-meeting-room, and you can redirect that to. Uh, the URL, which then opens up Zoom, and boom, you're in your meeting. So uh, folks can bookmark that uh, URL, and it'll automatically open up their Zoom room uh, for their mastermind meeting. Uh, The recording capabilities of Zoom are great. Uh, If you're going to record to the cloud uh, that has that capability, and Zoom will host that. But 
just know they don't give you very much space. So generally you're going to, you know, upload it to the cloud and then you could have an assistant or someone taking it and put it in Dropbox or something like that, but you're not going to keep very many Zoom recordings in the cloud. Another great thing about Zoom is the recordings are smaller. Uh, most video recordings are massive, massive. They take up a ton of space in your computer, but somehow in the way that Zoom does, uh, you know, their encryption or the processing of their uh, videos, uh, it, it keeps them smaller. So you can have a you know an hour long meeting and it's nowhere near a, a you know a gig um, of memory for your computer. So uh, that's another reason to love Zoom is the recording size of the files. Uh, another is that you can break up into smaller rooms. A lot of people who've been using Zoom a long time don't know that you have this capability. And you could say, all right, uh, three of us, we're going to go in this room and the four of you stay in here. Or two of us go in this room, two of us go in that room, and the other two stay here. So essentially, you're going to have three different breakout rooms. And you just want to click on um, uh, you know, which users you want to put in each room. And you can even name the rooms and and you can hit a button to call everybody back into the main room. It gives them, I think, 60 seconds, and then it pushes everybody back into the main room. And then if you don't, um, uh, if you don't go, yeah, if you don't go back in the, to the main room manually, it'll, it'll just push you back automatically. And if you want to go back into those rooms, you know, later in the meeting, you just click, you know, open rooms, and people can go to those rooms. So uh, those breakout rooms are a really cool feature a lot of people don't know about. And the last part of Zoom is that um, because the files aren't very big, I, I would encourage you actually just to go ahead and use a Dropbox folder. There's another tool, Dropbox. But go ahead and make a folder for all of your recordings of your meetings and just drop the uh, uh, recordings into that folder. And Zoom will give you a video file, an audio file, and then a chat transcript, a text file, TXT file, uh, of all of your meetings. And so what we do... Uh, for a couple different masterminds I help with, uh, is that we record to one of the leader's computers, and we take that and we change the name of the files in the folder, and then we upload it to a Dropbox folder, and then everybody in our mastermind just has that Dropbox link. Like, that, I don't have to send out a new link every week. It's the same uh, room we meet in, and it's the same Dropbox link to go get access to all the recordings. So that really simplifies things. I think that'll be really helpful for you. The next area that I want to talk about is payments. How can you collect payments? Uh, what's the best way to collect payments? Well, I'm going to go with the most simple and most common, which is PayPal. Uh, you likely are going to need a business account. I think it's actually 20 bucks a month or something like that to have uh, recurring payments or accept recurring payments. But for one of the masterminds I'm involved with, we've been doing PayPal for many, many years, and it's just fine. Works fine. So uh, PayPal is definitely an option. Another is you could uh, do Stripe. Uh, Stripe has recurring payments. It's not necessarily as simple as uh, PayPal or as common, uh, but you could use it there uh, as well. And then another option is uh, Thinkific. Now, Thinkific is, you know, maybe overkill for this, but Thinkific is a learning management software uh, online platform. And you could host all your videos there. You could... Uh, collect payments there. Uh, you control people's access to the mastermind content there with usernames and passwords. I think it's kind of overkill, but um, if you feel like you could use it and, and really get the most out of it, um, you know that's a, that's a good option. They're still going to take a percentage. Uh, the payment processor, I believe, will still take a percentage of um, your payments, uh, but you don't have that $20 a month PayPal fee or whatever. 
so something to consider uh, if you want to process payments with a tool like Thinkific. Lastly, let's talk about how do you talk to each other? How do you meet in between the meetings? And there's a few different options. Uh, and the most common are Slack. So if you haven't heard of Slack, uh, I think it's slack.com. But anyway, uh, Slack is the name of the tool. And it's basically a, a chat tool. And you can have different channels, they call them. And in the different channels, you could say family, business, vacation, or growth, books. These are all different channels. And in those channels, you could have conversation around those topics. So uh, that's one of the good things about Slack is you can break up the conversation. You can still do private messages with other people inside of Slack. Their apps are very solid. They're very well um, designed. Um, you know, they're easy to use. Um, you know, you've got lots of, you know, uh, emoji options and all that kind of fun stuff. And you can like a comment and uh, all kinds of silly stuff. But um, one of the great things about Slack is it's not Facebook. You're not going to be distracted by being on Facebook because you're not logged into Facebook. You're just going to be inside Slack. And it's, sometimes it's nice to be able to separate your conversations about your you know work from Facebook. Facebook is a very easy place to just get distracted. So that's uh, one of the bonuses of being in Slack. And for what you're, you would use it for, it would be free. Uh, you would be able to use a free version. So that's pretty awesome. Um, oh, one more thing is it, it, it integrates with a lot of other tools. So you could create a to-do task inside of Todoist from inside of Slack. You could um, add Evernote notes. You could create appointments on your calendar. You can open up a Zoom room. These are all things you can do inside of Slack because they integrate with a lot of other tools. Uh, the other option is obviously Facebook. Now, the reason that Facebook is great for managing your group content or, or conversation, I should say, is because people are on it all the time and uh, people are very comfortable using it. They don't have to learn how to use it. They're just on Facebook. They understand how to comment on something and how to like something and how to, well, you wouldn't normally share something, but they understand how to get around inside of um, uh, a Facebook group. So that's certainly an option. One quick tip, if you have a subgroup inside of your mastermind, like right now, part of our mastermind is going through the 12-week year, and we're going to, well, when when we have posts that are related to 12-week year, because not everyone is in it, uh, we're doing hashtag 12WY for 12-week year. And at the start of each one of our posts about uh, that 12-week year topic, that does two things. One, it tells people that aren't in 12-week year, I don't need to worry about this post. And two, it separates um, and makes that content searchable just via that hashtag. So you can uh, go into search the group and just type in pound 12WY, whatever your hashtag is, and it allows you to search um, your content that way, which is pretty nice. Another reason that I like Facebook groups for mastermind uh, conversation are that um, you can do events. Uh, and so you can put your weekly call information. If you have a one-off call, if you, uh, we had an incident one time where one of our members, their daughter had hurt their arm, hurt her arm, and they had a doctor's appointment with their daughter. And we wanted just to be remembered to be praying for her. And so I made an event in our group and it was, you know, two thirty pray for, you know, uh, Mike's daughter's doctor's appointment. And, 
you know, do I think everybody at 2.30, you know, saw that and, and prayed? I, I don't know, but I think more people did because we created an event. And um, I appreciate it when people allow me to use tools that I'm comfortable with to, um, to you know, keep track of stuff. So um, one other aspect of, uh, or two more, one other aspect is if you have like a member directory, you can upload that to a Dropbox file folder or you could upload that to Facebook. Um, and so members can access files through a Facebook group as well. The last thing I'll say about Facebook is that I, I really like the Facebook Messenger app. I despise how much they remind me that a new friend has joined the Facebook Messenger app, but that's so annoying. But I do like it for communication. Uh, you can do calling, you can do voice, and you can do uh, video calling, and group messaging is very simple. And one of the reasons I love Facebook Messenger is when we are at an event, I think it is a great app. And yes, you could use WhatsApp and other ones too. But I think Facebook Messenger is a great app for when you're at an in-person event and you uh, want to have a conversation with a lot of people. Um, and you can rename the group. And you know, it, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just a great app that, that I've used to chat with roommates at an event or to talk with our whole group. A lot of times, you know, we'll have 10 or 15 people from our mastermind at an event, and it's nice to have that channel to use. The last tool I'll mention is one called Voxer, V-O-X-E-R, and it's an app. Um, uh, I'm sure it's on all uh, platforms, and it's more voice-centric, and you can use the free version, but I know uh, several friends who use Voxer, and they like it because it's more like a walkie-talkie function. Uh, it's more, Like I said, it's more voice-centric. But for some reason, it just sort of creates a different dynamic. And um, and it might sound silly because I generally like for people to use less tools. I like to use less tools. But it may help you to use a tool that you don't use for anything else other than just your mastermind. So um, if you know, the only thing I use Voxer for is to talk with people in my mastermind. Or the only thing I use Facebook Messenger for is to talk with people in my mastermind. Like That's a good thing because then you know, or Slack. It's the only reason I use Slack is for this mastermind group. That can be a good thing because it separates the conversation. You're not going to get distracted um, and, and you're, you're going to be able to organize and you're going to know where all the information is. So those are some really practical tech tools that you can use to make your mastermind even better and uh, easier to you know, run and it'll, it'll function more smoothly. So if you want some other uh, tools on how to find mastermind members, also how to get your meeting content put together more easily uh, and stay tuned. I'll tell you how to do that right now. If you're ready to start your mastermind and the only thing stopping you is finding your fellow mastermind members, when you visit startyourmastermind.com, I'm going to give you just what you need, the Founders Roadmap. It's a guide to finding and onboarding the founding members of your new mastermind group. The Founders Roadmap includes an easy to follow video guide and an easy to fill in leads sheet for you to use when inviting new members to your mastermind. So go to startyourmastermind.com to get your Founders Roadmap today. And remember this, no one is meant to go through life alone. So it's time to start your mastermind.